Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle going solo with episode number 460 for comics, originally releasing June the 13th, 2018. Uh, unfortunately, listeners, it's just me today. Drew was on vacation. Um, we'll be on one next week as well, but I thought I'd just stop by and kind of run through a few of the things coming out this coming Wednesday in your local comic book shop. So at the very least, we could kind of pencil through a few things and see if there's anything uh, we want to make sure we do not miss. So, unfortunately, this one's going to be a little bit quicker. We don't have any numbers or any even preview numbers yet for how uh, May's numbers looked. So, I'm probably just going to jump right over to previewsworld.com. I'm going to click over to June 13th. I'm going to click that table view because gallery view confuses me a little bit. And I'm going to start where we now love to start. We start in image. Um, of course, we've got Bloodstrike number zero from Mikel Fief. Part one of the spirits of Bloodstrike's groundbreaking carnage. The creators behind the indie hit Corpora shines a light on Image's most extreme series. Witness the origin of Kabot as he launches his undead strike force upon the world. I mean, I don't think Bloodstrike has really caught the world on fire necessarily. So, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things that if you're into, you're already into. Of course, we've got the Rob Liefeld cover B. I think it was Bloodstrike the last couple weeks ago that had the, the Pouchman cover C that we thought was really neat. But, again, if you're a Bloodstrike person, you're already in on this. And if you're not, this is probably not necessarily the place to jump in in my mind. Uh, I skipped over Beauty Has a Trade, trade number four. Uh, that's going to be issues number 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Uh, fix number 12, an October solicit. Of course, Ryan Spencer, excuse me, Nick Spencer doing a ton of work over for Marvel. And it looks like poor fix uh, just isn't getting quite the, the love and the time that it normally would. So for me, a series that started hot, humorous, Really enjoyed it coming for us off the heels of uh, Superior Foes and just kind of Nick Spencer's, you know, hitting the scene party for us. Uh, it's been disappointing that the story has lost so much momentum and unfortunately I'm going to dip back in, but it's just not for me what it used to be, which was a, a first rate series that I absolutely loved. Um, we've got Magic Order number one by Mark Millar with Olivier Coipel on art. Um, but, you know, um, I normally recommend the cover A, the Quipel, but we have an Adam Hughes variant. And, of course, Adam Hughes has his own following, plus it's a really cool-looking cover. So if you are doing Magic Order, um, Adam Hughes variant is the one you're going to want to grab on that one. Just because there's so many Adam Hughes guys, it's a great-looking cover. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot of fo faith in Mark Millar as, you know, about everything he does is essentially just a treatment. You get a little bit, and then, boom, they bounce, and that's the end of it. But they're usually fun reads. I really enjoyed Huck. I really enjoyed Chrononauts. So I will be jumping in, even if it's a six-issue series, um, and I'll be making sure I get that Adam Hughes variant on C. Oblivion Song out with a number four. Number three going to a second print. Number two going to a second print. Of course, number one not going to a second print because it was an overrun first print on it because they said they were never going to do a second print on that one. 
one of the ones I skipped as far as image first was Proxima Centauri number one. I uh, just didn't seem to really fit the things I was interested in. But you never know, perhaps, if that's something you want to dip into with image number ones. Go for it. But that's one of the ones I bounced out of on that one. Uh, but I was in for Stellar number one, I believe, with art with writing by Joseph Keating and art by Brent Blevins. Um, actually, no, I can't remember if I was in this one or not. I think it sounded interesting. Yeah, I got one of these coming. Stellar was taken as a child and transformed into the ultimate weapon, one that would end an intergalactic war. She succeeded at everything except finding peace. Reduced to a bounty hunter, she scours the world. She's broken, searching for redemption. But there are other weapons loose in the galaxy who just can't leave the war behind them. So I I was hesitant because I really did not like Shudder or Glory on this one. But maybe, you know, an alien thing. We'll see if there's anything there. But very hesitant. I don't know that this will necessarily go anything. But uh, I dipped in just for fun. Uh, the Weatherman is the one I was actually a little bit high on because it's from uh, Jody Lee, Lee Hup which is shirtless bear fighter which was very funny uh all the jokes seemed to land pretty well on that one i, I liked the way they went about that book and kind of how they did the weird nude variants on things uh so i i'm looking for more of the same here with the weatherman number one uh let's see i'll go ahead and read this list of course it's jody helop and nathan fox on art nathan bright had it all an awesome girlfriend a kick-ass dog and a job as the number one weatherman on terraformed mars but when he's accused of carrying out the worst terrorist attack in human history an event that wiped out nearly the entire population of earth nathan becomes the most wanted man alive and the target of a manhunt that spans the galaxy but is nathan truly responsible for such a horrific crime and why can't he remember Again, high on this because of Shirtless Bear Fighter and just kind of how fun it was of this. We have an odd 25 copy incentive variant on this one, which is not something that we normally get uh, from Image Comics, but we've got a Mateo Scalera variant on a 25, you know, a 1 in 25 it looks like. So contact your LCS or whoever and see if that's something that might tickle your fancy. I'm not sure what the price is going to be on that kind of thing because... You know, a lot of shops don't do image, and a lot of stops don't do at least 25 image. So those could be very scarce to come by, and it could be a neat little book. So just an option. But I think Weatherman number one looks really good based on Shirtless Bear Fighter and kind of going off the heels of that. All right, let's head on down and see what Dark Horse has to offer us. Uh, of course, Resident Alien, we've got issue three of four of Alien in New York. Of course, Resident Alien being uh, looked at for, I think, sci-fi or one of those channels, kind of looking at a deal. So, might be some heat on that title, but not necessarily this version of it. Uh, we've got a new Tomb Raider here, Tomb Raider Inferno number one. I absolutely hate the art on the front cover, and because of that, that scares me off quite incredibly on that one. So, nothing for me in Dark Horse. Down there we have IDW, and not a lot for me in IDW. So, things I look in think, meh, I used to love Transformers, but I'm unfortunately not in these titles. So, moving on from that as well. Down to DC, we're still, of course, waiting for the wedding. So, we have another Prelude, Batman, Prelude to the Wedding, Batgirl versus the Riddler number one. 
Of course, if you're in for the other ones, you'll be in for this. And of course, as we just gear up towards that big old wedding issue, um, a lot of the variants are starting to leak and a lot of real neat variants are coming out for that, uh, that wedding issue. So you can finally get your eyeballs on a few things there and uh, see there's some really cool variants out for that Batman wedding issue. So now's the time to be trying to snap those up before they hit and it turns out they're tough to get. Of course, Flash 48, I'm talking about the Francisco Mata cover B, or Matina, I don't know why I said Mata, Matina cover B, uh, that one looks really cool. Hawkman with a number one issue. Brian Hitch on art, Robert Vendetti uh, doing the writing on it. And of course, things that I know Drew would love, spinning out of the events of Dark Knight's Metal. So, Hawkman, and our cover B on that one is Stefan Sejic, and a neat looking cover on that as well. Uh, let's see, Man of Steel number three here. Of course, the Brian Michael Bendis Man of Steel out. Uh, seems to be doing well. This is three of six. So if you're on that series, be looking for that one. Had a little bit of a delay on Mr. Miracle. Here comes number nine of 12 by Tom King. Um, those ones were super hot for a long time and uh, seem to be still doing fairly well on that one. And uh, let's see, I can't remember who our variant cover is on that. Mitch Gerard's. Neat looking cover B. Uh, Plastic Man coming out with a cool little issue. Uh, Amanda Connor B cover on that one. Plastic Man can be done cool or he can be done really corny and stupid. So I'm very intrigued to see how that comes out. Could be something neat. Uh, I'm not a big Plastic Man guy, but he was done kind of cool in uh, Injustice. And if they go for something kind of similar to that, maybe have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, not so goofy and dumb. Plastic Man could be something fun, so I'm curious to see how the six, six issue series does. Um, I do one thing I like about this Scooby Apocalypse 26 is I love the cover A. It is just a cool looking cover A, and uh, it it doesn't come off as the douchey hipster Scooby Apocalypse like it was from the beginning. Had it been that cover from Go, uh, I'd have been much more intrigued by it. We also have a really cool cover B on Suicide Squad 43. Uh, Francisco Matina again on that one. A cool looking cover. Really like that one. Titans number one or Titan Special number one by Dan Abnett. Not really interested in that. Another regrouping of the Titans and you know while Nightwing is my boy, I, I hard to sell me on that five dollar issue there. And, of course, another great Jenny Frizen cover on Wonder Woman 48. Now we jump on down to Marvel, where I am pretty darn excited for Spider-Man 800 second printing. Um, if I remember correctly, on 700, we had a cool second printing with Dr. Uh, Otto, Dr. Octopus on front, kind of aping the, uh, the Spider-Man 300 cover. And I kind of really like this second printing of Spider-Man 800 with the black suit spinning out of, uh, of course, the giant print run that was the original 800 from previous couple weeks. Or, I don't know, I think the week before last or last week. can't remember. But that is a good second print and one that even at $10 might be worth going out and checking out because I know that the second printing for 700 still kept some good price on it. So, yeah, especially if you're a Spider-Man person, you'll be digging that because it's a nice black cover. Uh, Deadpool Assassin number one. Cullen Bunn writing Deadpool. So I'll dip in to see if he does a good job or it's hacky and dumb like a lot of the Deadpool that has been. And of course we have a Sinkevich 
cover B. Very cool looking. So Deadpool and Sienkiewicz, if you're interested in that B cover. Uh, Domino number three. Some people have been having a lot of fun with Domino. Uh, neat little cover there. Girls, girls, girls being the title of that one. Uh, let's see. Second print on Hunt for Wolverine, Adamantium Agenda. Marvel Rising Alpha 1, a little more all agey. You know, two and one, there's your annual. Let's see here. Of course, Thor number one, Jason Aaron and Mike Del Mundo takes the Prince of Asgard in a whole new direction. Uh, so, yeah, I've enjoyed all of the Thor since, you know, since God of Thunder many, many years ago that Jason Aaron's been writing. So, no reason to jump off now. A lot of really cool covers for uh, for this Thor number one. Of course, $6 for issue one on Thor number one. Uh, and Venom 2. Two, of course, being consistently usually one of the most under-ordered books. One has the huge print run. A lot of people miss two. And by the time they realize they like a series, it's on three or after. So... Um, if you're as high on this Donny Cates series as I am, snag number two because it could be in hot supply. And after that, we've got an interesting one. We've got The Weeknd presents Starboy number one. Of course, The Weeknd, the uh, hip-hop artist. Um, I'm familiar with the music video that this is based on for Starboy. But in the uh, music video, it's weird. I, I believe Starboy breaks into the house of... or I'm sorry, The Weeknd breaks into the house of The Weeknd and kills The Weeknd. And then... Pulls a weird neon lightsaber cross off of the wall and destroys the weekend's house, and then steals the weekend's cat, which he puts in a nice little sports car and they drive off. And then the cat becomes a puma, and they just kind of drive off into the distance. Now that's a comic book I probably would have read of this killer assassin and the the house cat that becomes a puma, but it appears we've got a whole uh, weird criminal organization with ruthless strategic genius and a whole bunch going on in this star boy but it might be interesting they might have some neat stuff we got christos gage helping with the writing on that and uh lamar taylor as well so it could be something neat at four dollars uh it might be worth dipping into they might have something here you never know but we'll see if maybe even uh uh, Daft Punk shows up because they're, of course, in the, uh, that Starboy video. So, who knows? An interesting one from the weekend. Uh, odd to see that in Marvel, but uh, maybe something cool. So, who knows? Maybe one to keep an eye on. Pick it up, flip through it, and see if there's anything neat you like. Um, grab it if there is. All right, down to Dynamite. We've got Nancy Drew, number one. Um, if you're a Nancy Drew, we've got Kelly Thompson's take on this. Uh, Jen St. Donge on uh, art. Some really cool stuff. A nice Marguerite Sauvage cover B on that one. Uh, and it uh, looks like a subscription St. Lange variant isn't there, uh, there as well. So a few different options for Nancy Drew. Could be neat. You never know what direction they go. Uh, they'll probably go kind of fun and all AG, I assume, being Kelly Thompson and kind of the way he's been, or they've been writing uh, Hawkeye and everything. You never know. So not for me necessarily, but all the old Nancy Drew heads. Uh, there you go. There might be something there. Boom Studios. Uh, we've got By Night, number one. Looks a little all agey. Not necessarily for me. The ninth issue of Met Cadet U. Uh, I'm behind on that, but, but very enjoyed that. We see Coda going to a second print on issue one, and there's uh, issue two coming out as well. Um, as far as some of our smaller books we got here in the back, 
Uh, of course, Animosity Evolution on its sixth issue. We have Baby Teeth with the 11th issue, and then concurrently Baby Teeth Trade number two coming out at the same time. Uh, good stuff there. Let's see. I don't, wasn't anything there that I heard much about. The Damned number 10. Uh, Fractured Mind 3. Uh, that's from uh, one of those odd Red 5 comics, that's right. There's a couple things down here, if I remember. Um, Rot 2 of 3. SpongeBob book. Ah, this one, uh, this Zenober, number 1, uh, from Scout Comics by Ralph Singe and Thorson Brokas with art by that Ralph Singe. Um, kind of weird, you know, I, we always talk about having a little too much post-apocalyptic, but then we always talk about how much we really enjoy the post-apocalyptic, so this one has a neat little spin on it. 20 years ago, dragons returned to Earth and laid waste to human civilizations. In the events, the surviving humans named Zinobar... Claire, then a young girl, lost her parents to the devastating forces of these primeval creatures. Today, she's hellbent on avenging the death of her family. But will the skills she has taught by her foster father, the troubled ex-marine James, be enough to fight an unstoppable enemy older than the Earth itself? Will the knowledge of her newest ally, the young scientist Andrew, bring her even closer to her goal? And what role will the mysterious followers, a cult of mad dragon worshippers, play in all of this? So, kind of a neat little spin on the post-apocalyptic, but this time being dragons that, uh, that are, uh, uh, the force that's murdered everybody, and if it's if it's kind of the like, if you look at that cover B, that Nick Klein cover B, uh, that seems like a pretty cool premise and one I might dip into. And of course, with it being uh, Scout Comics, uh, rare to find. So if you're jumping in, jump in early, jump in quick because they're not going to be there long because they tend to not have a big print run. Uh, but it sounds like something pretty cool and a neat little, not necessarily original premise with a post-apocalyptic, but something neat. Um, but that's about all I really want to talk about this week. Of course, this is the time where myself and Drew would pick our picks of the week. Drew's not here. Uh, just me. Like I said, pretty high on the second print of Spider-Man number two. Or Spider-Man 800 second print. Uh, Venom number two. And I'm going to toss out The Weeknd presents Starboy number one. Uh, a lot of Marvel love there for some cool things. And uh, of course, in image weatherman number one and if you're real high uh check on that 25 copy incentive uh scalera variant there as well so my official thing i'll say my official pick of the week is weatherman number one but then i also pretty high on that second print of spider-man 800 venom 2 and a flyer on how weird star boy is gonna be so, I just wanted to make sure that we didn't skip you guys on this week. We wanted to thank the listeners and get out here and just kind of give you kind of the rundown of what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Of course, June 13th, 2018. So, Drew will be back with you next week. Um, I'm not sure if I will. I'm still working on some scheduling things. It, of course, is all my vacations coming up as I normally do each and every Sunday, Sunday or uh, summer. 
But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry it was just me and I unfortunately just drivel on for a long period of time. But it's always good to catch up with you guys and touch base. So you get a short one this week, but just straight to the point and the rundown of things in your local comic book shop. So for nobody else and just myself, see you guys.